Hello and welcome to All You Ever Wanted to Know. I am Jordan Patswold. Every once in a while, we get a chance to chat with some amazing authors, and we're getting an opportunity today to chat with Sydney Trenholm, who is based out of Olds, Alberta. Uh, Sydney, great to have you on All You Ever Wanted to Know. How are you doing today? Doing great. Very well for a Monday, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, it's so good to chat with you. Uh, your book, By My Own Betrayal, is what we're going to be diving into and chat about uh, throughout our interview today. Uh, but for starters, though, let's get our listeners a bit more acquainted with yourself. Uh, what would you like to share about yourself, Sydney? Well, I grew up on a farm just outside of Olds here. So I'm very acquainted with the agricultural community. I started writing as a seven-year-old in school, had lots of different assignments for short stories, and my teacher made sure that I was able to use that, as I guess you might have saw that maybe I could do it well. So, yes, I, yeah, um, no, that's great, Sydney. Again, it is great to have you join us on the program uh, for today. And I guess this uh, love of writing, can we describe how uh, you find it intertwines also with your faith story and just even uh, being a Christian and that connection that it presents? Definitely. Um, I definitely find writing as a processing tool for myself, even though I write largely fiction. And so I don't write about real people in real, well, sometimes real places, but I'm able to process the world and process my own thoughts. And that largely comes into play with my faith as Jesus Christ is the biggest thing that has ever happened to me. So those two things yeah. intersect a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, this book, By My Own Betrayal, uh, now I know my Mom always said, never judge a book by its cover, and I mean, it does jump out at you, and I want to make sure that uh, uh, people aren't turned away just when they see your, is it your protagonist? Yeah. Okay, so your protagonist there, front cover, uh, has a, I'm sure, quite the interesting story about herself. She's she's holding a gun. Give us that, I guess, uh, uh, I guess book outline. I'm struggling for the word on the back of the book. The summary, uh, the basic, the general tease of how you hook people in, and this character's story ultimately. Definitely. So yeah, she is a little intimidating at first, and that is fair, <laughs> as she was raised as a very skilled assassin from her childhood. She grew up in a family where that was the way they lived. The only way to live was to make sure someone else died. So. Mm. Now the she grows up in, uh, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. She grows up in this kind of rough and tumble, but very um, very exact, very precise world where things are very gray, despite the fact that she knows that they have to kill in order to live. So hmm. as she grows up, she has this incredible sense of duty and loyalty despite the awful things that she's done. And while that is a very scary reality off the get-go, she quickly learns about another option of life, and that is where Jesus Christ comes into play here. And she discovers that she can't be both an assassin and live her old life anymore and be a Christian. So mm -hmm. she leaves that, and most of the story follows this baby Christian trying to figure out how this Bible reading is supposed to work and how she's supposed to live a life and run from her family ultimately 
because, yes, believe it or not, when you leave an assassin clan, they're not super happy about that and don't really think that you deserve to live after that. So. Uh, yeah. t- talk about heavy uh, in some aspects. <laughs> it is quite the extreme example when you talk about, you know, an assassin, for example. But at the same time, it's a story that when it comes to, you know, different people and their walks uh, as Christians, for example, uh, sometimes from living a life or maybe growing up raised in a household that doesn't have that connection to faith, I'm sure there's examples uh, that many uh, others can connect to where uh, a lot of people may seem isolated from when they maybe grew up in a family or a household that wasn't necessarily connected to Christ in any sort of way. When they eventually do make that step and turn to Christ, is this sort of the uh, theme and message that you're in part getting at that sometimes that this is what people are encountering and makes it relatable in that sort of way that for those that do make a turn towards Christ? Yes. When I set out to write the book, that wasn't necessarily my first thought. I was definitely pushing more on the idea of it's hard to do the right thing. And sometimes it's trying to figure out what the right thing is in itself is also hard. It's not always a super clear uh, direction. But I have had a number of readers comment that that's, they really connected with that side of the story with, oh, yeah, I grew up this way, and I can see myself there where it is hard to isolate yourself from your family in the sense of your like-mindedness. You're no longer thinking on the same terms. And also just the seriousness of, like, for her case, like in Sadie's case, realizing she understands death in a way that no one else really understands death. <laughs> Hmm. she's worked with it in a very hands-on way. So for her, it's a very different reality. And to know that when her family dies, as it stands, their future is bleak. Whereas for her, she has some of those pulls too. And I think that is a big thing in families as well, like whether you're not an assassin, I suppose, but when you grow up in a uh, disconnected family from Christ, you don't have the same assurance that, oh, well, you know, it's all going to be okay because at the end of the day, we know where we're all going to be, right? Where mm. as there's some of that tension, even in just the urgency of wanting to share with your family, but also not wanting to push them away in doing that. For sure. Sydney Trenholm is our guest today on All You Ever Wanted to Know. She has written By My Own Betrayal. Uh, Sydney, would you describe that the target audience, if you will, uh, is it for the adult, young adult, teen? How would you fit someone into, uh, I guess I, you don't necessarily want to box someone in, but is there a particular audience you did have in mind for this book? Definitely. Uh, targeted more at older teens, uh, new adults. People kind of in that early college age, ready to graduate um, high school. I know I have had younger readers read it, and it just really depends on your ice maturity and what your subject matter can handle, because, yeah, we are dealing with death and assassins in it. Mm-hmm. But it is targeted at an older teen uh, college audience. Now, was there anything specific that you drew inspiration from, whether in, you know, your own life or people that you knew uh, for this book? Or was it just all just, you know, that conjuring of just, I want to make a a character that is like this? Maybe not to the literal point of actually knowing an assassin, (laughs) obviously, Sydney, but you get kind of what I'm asking. Totally. Yes. I think without even realizing it, writers end up taking inspiration from their own lives. I know my brothers read through the book 
or he started reading the book and he's like, Hey, that character's me. And I'm like, no, it's not. And he's like, no, it's totally me. (laughs) (laughs) And so there definitely were um, points of inspiration. The family dynamic within Sadie's family is very similar to my own. I grew up with the brothers and so I was able to draw from my own experience that way, as well as um, different characters, dynamics in the book. Later, you'll meet a, if you read it, you'll read about a very self-confident FBI agent. And he was, our, his and Sadie's dynamic was largely inspired by the, honestly, the guy that is now my husband when we first met. So okay. there are certain dynamics that come through, I would say, relationally, just so that it becomes, for my sake, I know it's a real dynamic that really happens as I kind of explore some of these things. But honestly, the big inspiration for the book was as a teenager, I found it was really difficult to find Christian books that weren't centered around romance. I remember looking as, I think I was 16, and I went online trying to find an action book that I could read that, you know, things blow up and things are exciting and it's not all bushy, gushy stuff because that's not my jam. <laughs> and Fair enough. <laughs> it's really not my, my thing. So... No, it's interesting I for was sure. For it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's not a lot of it out there. Like, I think I looked in like the action adventure section in like ChristianBook.com was as big as the Western romance section, and I'm like, that's one little section of romance, little and the whole section of action adventure. So, I think there's a lot more people out there too that would enjoy action adventure books. So I essentially got fed up with the fact that there were no books that I wanted to read. And mm-hmm. decided that, well, we were going to write about apparently the most extreme thing I could think about and give her from there. No, that's that's wonderful. So, Sydney, is it fair to describe yourself as a Christian author versus author that happens to be Christian? Or do you feel that there is even really a, a marker or a distinction that needs to be made between the two? An excellent question. I would say that as a Christian that part of my life seeps into everything I do, or at least that is my hope that it does. Mm -hmm. So while I would particularly write, like, books in the Christian genre, it's not necessarily that I've set out to do that. It's more of in the sense of this is the most important thing that's happened to me, and this is the biggest thing that I could ever tell anyone. And so if there's any way that my writing can maybe give someone a glimpse of that, maybe show someone or get people asking questions. I definitely had to work in this book to not, like, sorry, just with certain scenes in this book due to the nature of it. I didn't want to come off as preachy or like, here's the Bible, bump. Sure. Really more of opening the door to ask some questions and to maybe show Christianity for what it can be. I know it's easy to look at it I guess, from the outside perspective. And there's a lot of misunderstandings about who Christians are, who God has called us to be, and how we are supposed to act as a church. And so it's really my hope that through writing, so I guess this would make me a Christian author in that sense, that people would be able to ask some questions, be able to explore some different avenues and get some answers, and really follow along on the character's journey as they're learning and maybe learn some things for themselves as well. Well, and I think what is sometimes uh, 
maybe sometimes a disconnect for young people especially. I mean, I can recall uh, in my own walk of faith, you know, wondering that, you know, me wondering and having these questions about, you know, when the when the Bible says this or, hey, what about this? Uh, the questions that I had in my head, uh, you know, and started asking, I didn't want it to be interpreted as me being um, you know, a, a, a weak Christian or mm-hmm. one that's on the edge of, you know, am I a Christian or not? I know I, I, I'm, I'm all in, but I think it's fair if I do have my own questions. I mean, after all, uh, it's one of the things that gives me a lot of peace and comfort is, you know, from Christ's apostles out of the 12, there were so many questions that they themselves had. And they were right there. So I feel (laughs) like sometimes as my questions that I ask, and I hope young people have that realization as well, is that sometimes those questions that they have, uh, hey, you you shouldn't be feeling ashamed that you have those questions, nor should they be an indication that you're uh, thinking of walking away from faith altogether. But these sorts of questions can only sometimes empower you sometimes and they're incredibly normal and they shouldn't push you away but if anything else bring you closer uh to the word of god definitely uh, again sydney trenholm is our guest today on all you ever wanted to know she is written by my own betrayal a uh, great young adult fiction thriller and uh, she joins us again this morning from olds alberta sydney was there anything else whether it's themes about the book or Uh, that are in the book or any of your other writings or projects that you have going on that you want people to know about? I don't really think so. I think that we've covered a lot of territory. Uh, I guess the only thing would be is if you want to learn more about the book, I do have a website and also I'm on Facebook and and Instagram. And so that would just be under Sydney Trenholm, which is spelled wonky. So it's C-Y-D-N-I-E and then T-R-E-N-H-O-L-M. So, yeah, you can find out a lot more information about that and even just follow me on Facebook as I continue to write and discover new things as I'm working through um, processing my life through the life of my characters. Excellent. Well, uh, we're excited that you're also in the process of sending us some copies of the book and we'll open it up right now. We're going to give out a different number than our studio line, but rather our office line. Uh, you can talk to Caitlin by calling 306-786-7625. We have a copy of the book by my own betrayal by Sydney Trenholm, who has joined us today on All You Ever Wanted to Know. So uh, that line is now open and live. Got one copy of the book to give away at this time. Uh, Say hi to Caitlin on the line and she'll set you up once those books arrive. We'll get you down here and pick up that copy. Uh, Sydney, thanks so much for taking some time to join us. I know uh, you're new at the whole author interview thing. You did great. Uh, Thank you for taking part and uh, being on All You Ever Wanted to Know today. Thank you, Jordan, for having me. Hey, no problem. My pleasure. All You Ever Wanted to Know on The Rock 98.5. Until next time, have yourself a wonderful day and be blessed.